الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على من لا نبي بعده وعلى آله وأصحابه الغر الميمين وعلى من تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم المعاد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد اللهم اغننا بالعلم وزيننا بالتقوى وجملنا بالحلم أحسن وقوفنا بين يديك ولا تخزنا في الدنيا ولا يوم العرض عليك Beloved brothers and elders when I was tasked to you know to talk about when this particular topic was given to me I realized that the, the responsibilities of of the ummah are immense for us to, to to you know to build a vision first of all we need to know ourselves we need to know who we are you know, I, li- I like to bring this to, to the attention of so many people that w- w- what, what distinguishes us from, you know, uh, people who are outside our ranks is, is, is that we believe in the unseen. And the unseen that we believe in is, is, is based on facts. Unseen, though based on facts. And one who, who, who uh, subscribes to, you know, what we believe in, I mean, that person has the highest level of intellect. I don't know if you agree with me. When Allah makes the wasf of, of the, the people upon whom he, he has sent the Qur'an, he said, Hudan muttaqin alladhina yu'minuna bil ghayb. الغيب ضد الشهادة صح غيب is the opposite of of, of uh, the apparent things so we believe in the unseen and this like I said that you know one who believes in, 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 in the whole deen of Islam the whole system of Islam that person is the highest level of aql so that makes us different but it doesn't end there you know, in, uh, when, uh, when the, the believers went to, to Medina, they thought that we would just accept Islam, just say, La ilaha illallah, and then, you know, no responsibilities would come after that. Now, you know, even also when you have siblings, if you are the smartest, eh, when, the, when, when the parents will chastise, the smartest will get more chastised than the others. Because he should know the path more than, you know, the other siblings. 
He is the smart one. Phantom. So it is important to know who we are. But there's another was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, uh, um, gave of, uh, or description that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave of this ummah. Kuntum ummatin. Again. So you are on the highest level of intellect. Whenever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks to us, ulil abusar, ulil albab, the people of intellect. And now he says about us, kuntum khayra ummatin. Kuntum khayra ummatis. Now he doesn't end there. Tanalul khayriya, this khayriya, you'll only achieve it if ta'muruna bil ma'ruf wa tanhawna anil munkar. Now, remember that you, you have responsibilities or you have duties that you owe to Allah and you have duties that you owe to the servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So duties, a duty that you owe to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, I mean, is, is mentioned in, in, in the maqsad of your, uh, the, uh, this, this, your existence. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that he created you for what? Huh? For his ibadah. Yeah. Uh, another purpose is that you should establish salah so this is the duty that you owe to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. now the duty that you owe to the ummah what is the duty that you owe to the ummah is that we should be the ummah also that invites we should be the ummah that invites I've seen nowadays a lot of emphasis would be made you know <laughs> a ummah would be you know pressurized to, to, to get more people in the masjid or more students and all these things. I said, you know what? <laughs> the Quran has made it clear that our responsibility is to convey, not to convert. So understand that your responsibility is to convey, eh, not to convert. That is the zimmadari of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Phantom. But now, this responsibility of da'wah, we, as, as you know, things evolve. We also have to go with, with the times. Today it is not easy. It is not easy. Our mizad is different and also the circumstances are different. Now to expect a, a, a Muslim to go house to house and say that I invite you towards the deen of Islam. And we, we, you, 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 you'll meet up with people who are argumentative and all these things. And most of us, we have not learned the book of Allah so much that we can you know, give answers to certain questions that will be posed to us. So one of the best ways, one of the best ways of da'wah is what? Is to make ourselves approachable. We need to make ourselves approachable. In what way? You have to remember that as, as a Muslim, yes, you have eyes, you know, especially in the morning when you disperse, some will go to work, some will go to their businesses, and some will go to school and all that. Wherever you go, Remember that you are an ambassador. You are a representative of Islam. The non-Muslims cannot read the Quran. They cannot read the Hadith. They do not know the Sirah. They are going to infer from your actions what Islam is and what Islam is not. Those inferences, they will draw them from your actions. So one of the ways of making da'wah is through our mu'amalat. In fact, the deen, deen mu'amalat. The deen itself is mu'amalat. Dealings. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks again, the ummah again. He says, oh you, be, oh you who believe. Yeah? Qumu lillah. 
نعم كنوا قوامين لله نعم شهداء بالقسط شهداء بالقسط ولا يجرمنكم شنان قوم على الا تعدلوا اعدلوا هو اقرب للتقوى that all you believe stand for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as witnesses to fair dealings ولا يجرمنكم شنان قوم على الا تعدلوا اعدلوا هو اقرب للتقوى so let not let not your hatred prevent you or cause you to serve away from justice so you have to be just so you have to be just for foe or for friend so that justice itself will be a means of dawah and I said that you should make yourself you should make yourself uh, uh, this thing approachable and I'll, I'll speak from you know from uh, uh, my background the African people appreciate minor things just to greet the sunnah itself is a means of dawah also the sunnah itself is a means of, of dawah. African people, like I said, they appreciate these smaller things. You see an elderly person, whatever mood you are in, greet that person. Greet that person. This thing of giving with the right hand and taking with the right hand, this is not khilaf sunnah. I, I, I've known, I, I, I know of some people, you know, um, and, and really I'm not praising myself. You know, when, when I was in the Department of Justice, they were wondering, this person, whenever he wants to drink something, I mean, a tall man like me, I would just, you know, eh, squat and drink. That attracted a lot of attention, and people wanted to know, what is so special about this, this Islam? Because they were seeing similarities. They were seeing similarities. Remember that Islam is fitra. Although we have been converted, or most of us have been converted by our great-grandfathers great and all these things, but those elements of fitra would be found in our cultures and customs. So this thing of, of sitting down is, is in the African culture. When eating, when drinking, you know, so all these etiquettes of eating and all this, these are, you, you, may, you, you may consider them to be, you know, trivial or maybe insignificant, but wallahi, that small thing can, can lead, you know, to, to these things. Fam to and, you know, uh, in business also they speak about marginal gains, you know, small marginal gains. Meaning that you are aiming for great, but you are, not, you are not aiming to be a great person overnight. Or you are not intending to be a great person overnight. So, so through these small things, you know, before you know it, you have achieved this much. So with the little that you can, with the little that you, you can, when it comes to aiming, you have to aim for the best. In Allah katabal ihsan, Allah kulli say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has written ihsan in everything. So you must, you must strive towards excellence. And it is befitting, in fact it is expected of you, since you have the highest, you are on the highest level of what? Of internet. So in character you have to be in the highest level. In muamalat you have to be in the highest level. If you want, as long as you have tried, like I said, the small marginal gains. So through them, through them, what we'll do? Inshallah, you'll, 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 you'll earn more, or you'll, you'll gain, uh, I mean, you'll earn, uh, you know, the, the great, you'll achieve more. So as an ummah, this is, these, these are the goals that we, we should have. One advice, I, I, you know, I'd like to, you know, adv- I mean, to give to the ummah, Whenever we, we, we talk with people, you hear that people have been despondent. We, people have lost hope. Either 
you know, due to the events that have been occurring globally and, or, you know, uh, uh, South Africans looking at, you know, the, the government, everybody will tell you that the government is, you know, is corrupt and, you know, and all these things. What happens is that us as an ummah, we forget that we are representatives. Remember that. Keep, I'll keep on, you know, uh, bringing this up. That we are representatives of Islam. So you will, you'll hear people saying that, Molana, there's no, there's no need for me to be, to, to, to be honest in my dealings, since the whole system is corrupt. You know, there's a hadith that says, La Do not become imma. The Sahaba inquired, what is imma? That they, when, when, when they do evil, they do evil with them. You know, one of my leaders used to say that some people are, uh, you know, confused molecules. So where the wind blows, you know, you go along, along with it. A Muslim shouldn't be like that. Like I said, a Muslim should be in the highest pinnacle in everything, you know. Remember that you're Islam, and Islam, nothing should be above Islam. So nothing should be above you. People are outside our ranks in every aspect of, lives, of life. So we should get involved also in politics. We should not expect those who don't have that idrak, I mean, to excel, and we fold our hands and say, the government is corrupt or not. And we have learned it, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the stories of, of, of those of old, there's a lesson. Yusuf alayhi salam, after interpreting a dream, what, what offer was made to him? Eh? He said, Bring him, let me make him a special person. He would have just sat and benefited from that. I gave an interpretation of a dream, then I can just benefit from that. But he took it upon himself that he will change the status quo. One thing, you know, that, 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 that I remember, that before Yusuf salam made this presentation that appoint me as a treasurer, before being taken out of prison, after interpreting the dream, he said, he said that, let us clarify that first. Yeah, you know, well, you know what happened to those women, the women who cut off their hands. Let that be clear before I assume that position. The lesson you can derive from this is that yes, you are going to get involved in, in in politics. Let's say tomorrow we have future mayors, we have future uh, ministers, or whatever. Make sure that there is no there is no scandals. Make sure that there is no scandals. Lead by example. So before you assume any position, make sure that there are no scandals because that will impede so many things, your performance and, you know, the outcome of your work. So make sure that there is no phantom. But in all facets of your life, as an accountant, if you are, you, you, you are aiming to be an accountant, be a fair accountant, be a fair engineer, be a fair whatever you want to be. But once you want to get into politics, make sure that you are free from, from scandals. Because Yusuf salam wanted that. But another thing is that, it, and it is, not, it is not pride, when you know that you have the qualities with you, the qualities with you to change the status quo, why sit, fold your hands and criticize? Now, I once heard it from uh, Molana Bamsa, uh, and um, he'll correct me if I'm quoting him out of context. But he once said in one of his bayans that a million people complaining about darkness will never make an iota difference of light. So as an ummah, we really need to stand up and do something. 
And we are the ones who can change this country. Remember the freedom we have, we cannot get it anywhere else. So we can't, let the, we can't watch the country going into ruins or country, the country going to the dogs, being torn apart and not doing anything about it. It is our responsibility. So I think by now you understand that you, you, you have responsibilities or you have duties that you owe to Allah and you have duties that you owe to, you have duties that you owe to the Ummah. There's Ummatul Dawah and Ummatul Istijaba. So Ummatul Dawah, I mentioned that what you owe to them is to show them the beauty of Islam. And the Ummah, Ummatul Istijaba, the Ummah of the believers, you have to respect what is it that has to be respected? And I hope I don't digress with this. What has to be respected is, the, is, is what the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned nam, in Hajjatul Wida. He said that, that your, your dignity, your wealth and the souls of people are as sacred, sacred as the land of Makkah. Are as sacred as that day, are as sacred as, as that day, one of the sacred months. So you, as, this is the responsibility, or, or I mean the duty that you owe to him, that you should honor his dignity. Honor his wealth. Honor everything of your Muslim, of your Muslim brother. Fahimtun? No? So Yusuf alayhi salam, what, 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 what did he do when he identified, you know, when he saw the gap in that field, he took it upon himself to do that. So inshallah, let's make intention. Let's make intention that from, from now on, we are going to work towards changing our country. I made a proposal some, a few weeks ago. I said, what we can do, if, some, if anybody can take a walk in town. We are the ummah that have, we, we represent, we, we, you know, we represent Islam, in, like I said, in so many things. When it comes to purity, we have to be, ala eh, qimma, phantom. We have to be on the highest pinnacle. Take a walk in town and see what is happening in town. The town is becoming extremely filthy. We have CPFs in our communities. Now, that is for our own security. But like I said, we owe this to everybody. We can start off with what? Let's clean Etequini. Why can't we do that? We can do that. Let's clean Etequini. And it will expand. It will go maybe Gauteng or whatever province. But we can start off with that. We can make Etequini safe. Not only that particular area making it safe, but we can make it safe. We can prevent crime. We can make it clean again. We can make it a tourist destination again. Now, so, so inshallah, I had, I had a lot to, to share with you, but uh, two things, inshallah. Let's remember, for us, you know, these things, these proposals that I've, I've, I've made, we cannot do them alone or individually. We can do them together. And, you know, when, when I spoke about who are we, who are we in relation, you know, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but also, you know, in relation to, to one another, who are we? The Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, In that the analogy of this ummah is like that of one body. It's like that of one body. When one part of the body gets maybe an infection or feels the pain, the whole body feels the pain or the whole body reacts to that. 
I remember in our childhood we'd play soccer. Like I said, you know, when, when you are young, you don't feel that pain that time because of adrenaline. We'd play on rocky, you know, rocky ground. You'd kick a rock, continue playing, but at night, you feel that pain on your toe, but even the head. Sartek, charjata hai. You know, that, that pain goes, goes up until your head. So this is the analogy of the ummah. So whatever happens in the house of Muhammad should concern you as if it is happening in your own house. So this is the analogy. We, so for us to achieve the greatest, we have to be one in everything. Phantom. But remember, whatever we are going to, 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 to engage in, we are going to be criticized. We are going to be criticized. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned that you are going to be tested. Eh? You are going to be tested in your wealth. You are going to be tested in your, your own selves. And you will hear from those uh, who have been given the book before you and the, 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 the politized. You will get abused from them. You will hear swearing, cursing words. Nowadays we don't even hear them from non-Muslims. We hear them from Muslims. Yeah, people are branded as kafir, murtad and all these things. A small community like that is destroying itself. Muslim community is so small. Now, but the essence of all this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions it. وَإِن تَسْبِرُوا وَتَتَّقُوا فَإِنَّ ذَلِكَ مِنْ عَزْمِ الْأُمُورِ That wahi asal hai. This is the essence. That if you are dutiful to Allah, you remain conscious to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is the essence. The other one Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells his Nabi that Allah is aware that it does, not, it does not sit well. It makes you uncomfortable that they are saying things about you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, no, carry on worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make tasbih of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is what a Muslim believer should do. That irrespective of the circumstances, whether cursed, abused, and all this, with all these obstacles, you should hit the ground running. Subhanallah, bihamdi, subhanakallah, bihamdi, kashirullah, ilahi,